Cairo Radio was paid a fee to air the following program. All information discussed on the following program is for general information purposes only and does not constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client relationship. Prior to acting on any legal matter, you should seek legal advice from a qualified legal attorney who can evaluate your situation and advise you accordingly. Welcome to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Your Partner in Law is brought to you in part by the law firm Gregorick & Associates PLLC. Charting your course to a secure future. Your Partner in Law starts now. Here's your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, good morning and uh, welcome to Your Partner in Law. Hey, it's uh, Rick Gregory, and I'm uh, glad to be back after uh, two weeks without being on air. That, that's kind of a record for me. It's not very often that I'm two weeks in a row. Scott's over here going, yeah, that's yeah, really I, true. So, was, and, and we're coming up on a record for me. I believe I'm going to be uh, at four weeks on air. There you go. So, so, you know, records are records. They're great. Probably have some records out at Seafair today. I don't know. And uh, so, anyhow, it is great to be back. Uh, had a great trip down. Uh, we took the boat down through and uh, did kind of a South Sound tour. Um, I shouldn't talk about it because it's like the great secret, I guess, of the Pacific Northwest is that cruising in the South Sound is, um, boy, there's no competition for spacing or for space. You know, there's just, it doesn't get the traffic that the San Juans get. I mean, the San Juans are bobbed with boats and it's challenging even to find places to anchor and things of that nature and you have to have reservations and everything and south sound you just kind of pull in and there you are <laughs> it's uh, very nice and quiet so it was uh, very enjoyable had a had a had a great time uh, lots of nice people and if uh, people want to hear about my trip uh, when you come in for a consultation if you ask me about my mud story um That'll be a good one. So I haven't told that to anyone yet. <laughs> so, well, you piqued my curiosity. So, but we're I'm not sure I'll be hearing about it. Soon. But we're not going to tell it on air today. So that's a special one. You got to come and hear this one in person. <laughs> it's just too good. <laughs> it's too good to mess up over the air. So, hey, folks, uh, we're back. We're uh, boy, it is exciting to be back. I do enjoy doing the show and talking with you uh, over all these years. Now, my goodness, you know, twenty years. I think we. Uh, We've crested, so that's um, it's a long time on the air, Scott. So we uh, twenty we, years, yeah. I've been doing it since uh, two thousand six. So, yeah, so, so you got some mileage under the I belt do. as well. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, it's great. Uh, Y'all know it is Seafair weekend, of course, and it's been warm and things like that. So uh, be smart. I guess we always have tragedies on the water, in you know drownings and boating accidents, and uh, they, they seem to. Th- you know, link alcohol and other intoxicating so things yeah. to, you know, severe boating accidents and things and, of that And the nature. water's cold. And this water's very cold. And the water is cold. So. And so be, be be careful out there. And if you're the skipper of the boat, um, you got to be the sober one. <laughs> Not the one drinking the most, okay? I know it's fun, but um, safety first with boating, please. I'm out there. <laughs> I don't want someone running into me. Or something worse. Hey, uh, you know what, uh, Scott? We had an event here a few weeks ago in Bothell, and it was such a success. And we had a number of people, of course, uh, that called up and were a little late to get in on that. So um, by by demand, we're bringing back a real retirement to Bothell, uh, same place we had it a few weeks ago, the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson there. It's uh, right there on the North Creek Parkway. So you all can find that nice, easy place, easy parking and all that fun stuff. And it's a Tuesday, August 13th. So it's coming up really quick. So no time to delay. Um, get your tickets today. How's that? That's about as much as I can rhyme, Scott. So what's, what's our program going to be for real retirement? Well, it's real retirement, Scott. And it's really around how to avoid common mistakes in either estate or elder planning. And the first thing to do, of course, is make a distinction between estate planning and elder law planning. And we'll go over that because while there's many similarities between estate planning and elder planning, there are many, many differences as well. And it's those differences that we want to highlight um, because if you are an estate planning candidate versus an elder law planning candidate, we want to make sure you have the right plan or vice versa. Elder law planning is not just a factor of your age. Um, Many, many other factors go into determining whether or not you are what we would consider an elder law client. 
And among those considerations are your finances and your health and lots of other issues and whether or not your resources are going to last throughout your lifetime and then what happens if you have a critical healthcare event in your life, which most of us can plan on having one. Uh, Two-thirds of us will have a significant um, healthcare event sometime after our 65th birthday before we die. About 70% of us will have that. Um, I know that's really cheery to think about, but it is the reality. So in choosing the planning technique or method of elder law versus state planning, that's one of the first threshold questions we're going to have to ask people. And we may ask those, you know, even people who are a bit younger, who may not really think that they're elder law candidates. Well, that was that was going to be my next question, is who should attend real retirement on August 3rd? Well, you know what? Because this is a primer foundational course, we're going to talk about estate planning basics and fundamentals. We're going to talk about the fundamentals of elder law planning. And then this kind of the backdrop of estate planning and why we do it and all the necessary documents and the various um, common planning techniques of will-based planning versus trust-based planning. So really, you know, this this one is for anyone who's interested in estate planning, young or old, whether, you're, you know, if you're 18 or 80, it really doesn't matter. Um, what you need to do is get this basic foundational information. And from there, you can launch off into other areas depending on, you know, what your potential or personal situation is. So, you know, at this, you know, we call these classes, Scott, they're educational classes, because our goal here is to give people the information that's necessary, and it is necessary to have this information in order to make wise, informed decisions over your estate planning and how you want that carried out and by whom and when and why and how and all those questions that nag all of us. So um, do sign up. You can go to yourpartnerinlaw.com, yourpartnerinlaw.com, and your tickets are there waiting for you to grab them. Um, 10 bucks for a single, 15 bucks for a couple, I believe. And uh, we do charge a nominal fee just to help offset the cost of the room. And that way, there's no pressure on anybody. This is an educational event, and we want you to come and learn. And um, we get really good feedback on it this way, so you can leave your checkbook at home that night. There won't be any surprises at the end of the event asking for money, I promise. <laughs> at the end of the event, we usually ask you to take the remaining cookies. <laughs> so, so I don't have to take them home. Lord knows I don't need them. So go to your partner-in-law and get signed up for Real Retirement. And that is coming up Tuesday, August 13th. Barely a week, just a little over a week away. So um, get your tickets and uh, love to see you out there. And um, so, Scott, um, you had a big event here not too long ago that um, I didn't, you know, I, I went on vacation right after that, but you did the 200 miler to Portland. Uh, I did. That, that's kind of a grinder. So I, I trained for about six months and I uh, got in decent shape, I suppose, and I made it from Seattle to Portland, 209 miles on a bike. It's a bicycle, no motor. On a bicycle, <laughs> on a bicycle, and, uh, and 11 hours and 36 minutes. And I was a little tired when I got done and so, a little hungry. So 11 hours and 36 minutes, what does that mean as far as an amateur bike rider? That, that sounds like a pretty fast. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fast. It's pushing about uh, a little over 18 miles per hour uh, average speed uh, it, over that distance is pretty grueling. So I, I'm impressed. So I, but I'm, I'm not easily impressed, but when I'm impressed, I'm impressed. I, I made it. So I, yeah, I, it, was a, so, it was a lot of work. So, you know, I, I haven't been on a bike since. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting out today, but it's just like I set it aside and I said, you know, I think I've had enough. My, of that my for legs a while. were so heavy when I got off that. Yeah, I couldn't even feel my leg. So yeah, well, when you fall off the bike, you, first thing I do is get back up and yeah. ride on, as they say. So. Um, well, that, that's, uh, that's great. But, you know, it shows that, you know, everything in life is about planning. You, you, you couldn't have got on. You know, you ride regularly. I do. And you have for many years. But would it be feasible for you to sit there and just go through your regular routine, no training extra, just your regular bike riding, and say, oh, I'm just going to hop on and ride 200 miles? No. I mean, it's like everything in life. You, you do need to plan for it. You know, you can't accomplish some of these things in life without planning for them. And, and whether it's a, a athletic goal or an education goal, you, you know, a, a life accomplishment goal. I mean, anything that there is, you have to both plan for, train for, 
think about, you know, and, and get it done. And, you know, modify your training as you go through. And, mm-hmm. and folks, this is all we're talking about of estate planning and elder planning is coming up with a plan and then committing that plan to proper documents, wills, trust, powers of attorney, health care directives, and lots of other documents that may come into play in estate planning. And it's really just putting those together based on your situation, your finances, your lack of finances, your family situation. Um, at least half of you that I'm talking to are in blended family situations, which uh, always gives a smile to Scott's face as a litigator because he knows that the bulk of litigation that comes out of the states, while it might be financially motivated, um, the underlying motivation is very oftentimes, well, that was, you know, the different people's children. I mean, you know, if you married later in life and your spouse has children and you had children, I mean, and they were adults, they never bonded quite like, you know, they would have had yeah, grown I mean, up. Sometimes I mean, they don't even know each other. And, so. and sometimes they don't even know each other. And, and it just creates a lot of challenges for us as a planner. And Well, what, so, you mean so many of the people that have come in, they come in after some sort of a high-conflict case. Right. You, you know, and that's that's where a lot of people learn, you know, the hard way about the need for planning because they go through it with their parents or step-parents or their siblings or whatever. They go through these high-conflict, expensive, emotional uh, estate disputes. Well, well, Scott, most of the litigation that occurs isn't necessarily between the couple. You know, it's not the husband and the wife that are necessarily having the issue. It's one of them, the husband or the wife, has either become incapacitated or they have passed away, which means we now have a money event underway. Correct. And that's where maybe, let's say, the husband became incapacitated, lots of money is being spent on the estate, and all hell breaks loose when things start happening. Let's pick that up after break. Let's take a, a quick break here, and uh, folks, we'll take your calls when we get back at 888 888- Nine seven three five four seven six. Ah, your partner in law will be back after this short intermission. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself. I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a compliment consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregory at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what it would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your state back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your kids have to do is carry out your wishes. You're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian has an asset-based class Saturday, August 17th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding long-term care costs in the future? Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class, August 17th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot right now, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of Your Partner-in-Law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. 
For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Arr, them Seafair Pirates have come into the station and overtaken your partner-in-law. Yeah. Okay, that'll be enough. That's right. it? Okay. <laughs> Go away, Pirates. All right, Pirates, be gone. We, they swashbuckled right out of here. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about... Blended families. Blended families. Surprise. Litigation. A lot of people learn, I got to get my planning done after a loved one's high conflict situation. Right. So, you know, just kind of the setup here is we have a married couple and they each have children from a prior marriage. And in this case, the husband takes ill and looks like a lot of money is going to be being spent. And uh, wife is his power of attorney probably. And- having to spend lots of money. Well, all of a sudden, dad's kids or mom's kids or both, they start having questions and issues and they start asking questions to which mom doesn't have the answers. Dad's becoming incapacitated. He can't give the answers. Mom's not really sure what what's going on. Or, or chooses not to provide information. Or chooses not to. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know these situations. Two or three law firms get involved yeah. in this. You yeah, know? if you've got if this if you've got this blended family situation, and you're you know second third marriage, kids from other marriage, and you have no plan, and one of the spouses becomes incapacitated, they start to lose capacity through you know either some form of dementia or um, a stroke or a heart attack, and they instantly become there's incapacitated. N- there's no shortage of yeah. So <laughs> so but these situations, I mean, they arise and. Um, you know what happens then? Who's the decision maker? Okay, this is where the battle begins because if father's kids do not like what his spouse is doing, or do not trust, do not believe that trust is a big you know, issue. All of these things start to begin to result in litigation. Um, you know, in those situations, you could end up with uh, first of all guardianship. You could end up with a vulnerable adult protection order as another uh, type of uh, action that might arise and the battle begins and and who is the decision maker? And what happens is you, you have a whole bunch of factors that start to just collide. You have years of distrust, years of dislike often. These are not always the case but you know years of distrust, years of dislike, money – Okay. Years of uncertainty. I mean, Scott, we've had so many of these cases and so many of these families where we come in and we talk to the children. Now, the children we're talking about are in their 50s and 60s very often. Correct. And they've never met their stepchildren. And their parents have been married one, two, three decades sometimes, sometimes. or longer. Yep. And those those step-siblings have never met. And I, I just... Would, would, I would wonder if they had met over the years and had formed a relationship if things would have turned out better. And, and sometimes yes, sometimes no. I mean a lot of this comes down to money. Okay? I'm just, it's yeah, just, the root of all evil. Is, is it comes down to money and whether they, they know each other and like each other. When you start throwing in money because here's, here's the situation. Okay? Let's say that dad doesn't have a lot of money. Okay, So, so the children of – mom or dad's spouse, they don't want their inheritance being spent on mom's spouse. Right. That's It's that, that simple, folks. It's that simple. Now, most people aren't going to articulate that. In fact, the irony is most people will start the conversation with us. Now, it's not about the money. This is about mom. Yeah. It's not about the money. Exactly. And once they've said that three times, you're convinced it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. So um, money is the root of all evil, as we all growed up to know. Um, properly, responsibly managed and having a plan, though, you know, I, I can't write a document, folks. No one can write a document that will prevent 
a stepchild from wanting to influence their parent or unduly influence their parent. There's not a document in the world I can write to do that. But I can write safeguards into documents and I can write provisions in them that in those events occur, we can write in what's next. Well, and also the, the other thing, we talked a lot about this while you were out you know, on your boat and enjoying yourself. We were talking, Ted and I, on the show a lot about planning early and planning often. Planning early and planning often and having the family meeting and being open about your plan helps minimize the likelihood of you being subject to undue influence because if everybody knows your plan and you've planned early and you've planned often, it's very difficult for people to come swooping in and take advantage of the situation because if they do, that's a different type of litigation. But in those circumstances, what's going to occur is your desired plan will be in place. Right. As opposed to when you haven't planned early, you haven't planned often, you haven't been open about your plan, you haven't had that family meeting and you haven't disclosed so that everybody knows what the plan is, you're much more susceptible. Yeah. Now, you know, and this planning early is really important. And so let's let's define early a little bit. Early is something before you're 60. It's probably something before you're 50. Because you really should start planning when you become a grown-up. Now, most people don't have much then at 18, 20 years old. But then, you know, as nature has it, you know, most people, you know, many people are getting married and forming relationships at that time. And certainly at that time, a basic fundamental estate plan is in order and would would be very beneficial. And, and of course, estate plans, we talk, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the components of the estate plan when we get back from the break. But a comprehensive estate plan isn't just the estate planning documents, all the financial planning and the tax planning and all that stuff. You know, getting started it's be on that integrated stuff, into it. You bet. Getting started on that stuff early is also a great plan. Hey folks, we'll be back after this quick break and your calls at triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. The hotline to your partner in law. It's open. Triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. We'll be right back. One of the biggest mistakes you can make heading into retirement is not planning for the high cost of an extended health care situation. A lot of people assume they have enough money saved only to watch everything they've worked hard for get whittled down to nothing from the ongoing costs of a long-term care situation. Don't make this mistake. By putting a long-term care plan in place, you guarantee yourself a source of funds to pay for care when needed, and you also know you won't become a burden on your family. Do what my wife and I did. Go learn all about the new long-term care plans offered by 525 Advisors. These new plans protect your savings, protect your family, and pay your estate back if you never use them. Learn more by attending one of the upcoming classes taught by Brian Ott, who's the host of Long-Term Care Radio right here on Cairo. There are classes coming Coming up in August on Saturday the 17th and Monday the 19th. Seating is limited, so sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. Classes are free and you'll even get a copy of Brian's book. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregorick & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law on Seattle's Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. Hey, that's me, Rick Gregorick. Hey, folks, glad to be back. Was gone a couple weeks uh, out there on a nice little uh, South Sound cruise. We kind of keep that secret because it's such a nice, quiet, enjoying in- 
enjoyable place to go and just kind of relax, which was the goal. So that was kind of fun. So um, glad to be back. And hey, we've got our uh, real retirement coming up here uh, Tuesday, August 13th. Uh, today's the 4th, so it's only nine days away. So need to get your tickets. Uh, reserve your spot at yourpartnerinlaw.com. We're going to talk about how to avoid the common mistakes in both estate planning and elder law. And we're going to go over the backdrops of these particular planning methods and who, what, when, why, how, and just kind of the basics and the integration of estate planning with your finances, your taxes, your insurance, health care, housing. That, these are all components of your estate plan. No one of those things individually, I mean, your housing, your taxes, your finances, your investments, none of those things individually is your estate plan. Your estate plan is all of those things collectively with your written estate planning documents, whether they be wills or trust or powers of attorney. That's estate planning, folks. It's not doing any one of those things because that's going to get what we would call suboptimal results. In other words, you're just missing opportunities. And we, when you do your estate plan, of course, you'd like to take advantage of all the options and opportunities that are available to you given your situation and your finances. And well, and so many, so many individuals, they come to us, they're well into their 60s before they've ever even done a single estate plan, okay? And so they've done a little bit of financial planning here and there. Most people, you know, put money in their 401k, maybe have some brokerage accounts, maybe they have a rental or something like that. But for our younger listeners out there, there's no reason to wait till your 60s to start your estate planning because as as we talk about all the time, your estate plan is something that is an integrated process. You integrate it with your tax planning. You integrate it with your financial planning. You integrate it with your insurance. We haven't talked about that today, but your life insurances and things of that nature. So the, well, life insurance, health care insurance, long-term, long-term care, care insurance. insurance. I mean, it goes exactly. on and on. And, um, you know, taxes the same way. Income yeah. taxes, capital gains taxes, estate yeah. taxes, How inheritance you, taxes. You know, yeah. all, so all of these things are, are things that you put together. These are things that you sit down and you talk about with your professionals. And of course, you can work on this stuff in your 60s. Yeah, that's fine. But why not start much younger? Um, a lot of people, they, they are so busy, it's understandable, starting their careers, starting their families. Uh, they're just not focused on getting their estate plan in place. And, you, you know, you really should be, especially, you know, when you get married, you, 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 who's going to be your decision maker? Is it going to be your new spouse? Is it going to be your parents? Because a lot of us, you know, we get married in our early 20s. You know, you need to start thinking about these things. You're now getting married. You're now starting families. The things that you need to start also as well is planning and planning your estate in case you become disabled or your spouse becomes disabled or you pass away or both of you pass away and you've got kids. I mean, these are the kinds of things that you need to think about. It really is. So, you know, when you're when you're young and starting your family, another area or another time frame during our life, Scott, where um, the lack of planning has very dire um, outcomes, and that's when our children are just turning 18. They're graduating from high school and they're off to their life, and many of them are off to college, and uh, they're living away from home, and uh, they may be hundreds or thousands of miles away from home attending college, and then they're involved in a car accident, and mom and dad find out about this when a friend called them on Facebook, because they saw it on Facebook, and all of a sudden the parents call the hospital, only to be met by Mr. HIPAA. And you have an adult child there, who was in a car accident, who happens to be unconscious and has not been able to give informed consent for HIPAA release. And therefore, the mere fact that you're a parent may or may not get you access right. to your may daughter. May or may not. It may, may not. And the, the fact that it may not is enough for me. If that was my child laying in that hospital, as a parent, I wanted to educate my child on the, you know, the importance of having healthcare documents, powers of attorney, even when our young people don't have much else, they do have their health and their bodies. Exactly. And those are some of the most gut-wrenching, difficult situations for anyone to deal with. If you sit there and you've got a child hundreds or thousands of miles away, they're in a hospital, they, they're by themselves. They're all by themselves as a child, young adult, and you can't even get information because of HIPAA. Well, that's it, very frustrating. So, so let's add let's add another complication to this. Let's let's add another. Does it have to get worse? It can get much worse. Oh dear! Here's you know, how it, here's how it can get worse. Child goes off to school, 
age 18, okay, no planning documents, mom and dad hate each other, <laughs> okay? Now, who's making decisions, okay? Because they can't stand each other. They went through a divorce years ago. They've got child that's now in a hospital bed, unable to communicate as a result of some sort of a accident. And now you've got mom and dad fighting over decision making. This isn't about money. No, this that's is, all about ego. And this is about this power. is about two individuals that do not see eye to eye, and haven't seen eye to eye for years. So when that type of situation comes up, now you've got two parents fighting, maybe even fighting in the halls in the hospital. Oh, because, we've had, yes, we have because the actual- there's because there are is not documentation in place from a adult child that's now of age to be able to make some decisions. Because make that, decisions on that, who it's that, supposed to that be. That adult child may also have a real uh, bone of contention with one of those parents, possibly so folks, both of them. So learn about this and all kinds of other things that you really need to know about putting your estate or elder plan together. If you have a plan, this will give you some ideas on how to modernize it, update it. It's just like anything else. you got to keep it up to date. Yourpartnerinlaw.com is where you go for tickets for Real Retirement coming up on Tuesday, August 13th. That's Real Retirement. Get your tickets today. We'll be right back. My dad would always say the three worst words in the English language were shoulda, coulda, and woulda. So many people with retirement right around the corner or in the middle of it have the shoulda, coulda, wouldas facing them. They're not proactive. You didn't take care of the will. You didn't take care of the trust. They didn't do what was needed to do when it came to real estate and taxes. So right now, let's avoid the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and call Rick Gregorick. Rick Gregorick is my estate planner. I sat down with Rick, explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or a charitable trust, real estate or taxes. It is so complicated. You've got to rely on an expert like Rick, who is so kind and knowledgeable about all of it. So be proactive. Take control of your life now. You can schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick, my estate planner, yourpartnerinlaw.com. This is Michael Medved. Financial experts will tell you that you should have a plan in place for the high cost of long-term care. If your plan consists of using your savings to pay for any long-term care needs in the future, then take a moment to contact 525 Advisors. 525 advisors are the local long-term care experts. They will show you how to set up an asset-based plan using a portion of your existing savings. Now, this way you maintain control of your money and you're guaranteed to get your money back even if you don't need long-term care. For every dollar you put in today, 525 advisors will show you how to get 3 to $4 back in tax-free long-term care protection. Call 525 advisors today to learn how you can put a portion of your savings to work and protect your family and the rest of your assets from the high cost of long-term care. Call today at 425-748-8188. That's 425-748-8188 at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Retirement. What does it mean to you? Has it changed as a result of today's economy? Are you worried about your future? Could there be stormy seas ahead? Hi, this is Rick Gregrick, founder of Gregrick & Associates. We're a dedicated team of legal and tax professionals that can help you navigate your course for a secure future. Whether you're just thinking about your retirement or you're well into your retirement years, whether you're single, married, or involved in a domestic partnership, we can help you create your necessary legal and tax planning. I am so glad I found one firm that can help me with all my legal and tax needs. Call today for your free consultation. That's 425-284-3450. You can also sign up for a partner-in-law event. Just go to yourpartnerinlaw.com and find the elder law or estate planning course that's best for you. You can register for both events by going to yourpartnerinlaw.com. Yourpartnerinlaw.com. Now back to Your Partner in Law with Rick Gregorick on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH. Guess I got to turn my microphone back on. You do. Just kind of rocking out there, a little bit of Brucey and born in the USA. 
Not a bad place to be born. So I think we need to take a little detour here. Uh-oh, a detour? You, I don't like you know, You know, the Seahawks play on Thursday. Isn't that, like, it's really weird. It seems yeah. too early, doesn't it? It's time. Yeah, Thursday. It's time, so go yeah. Hawks. Go Hawks. They're, they're coming. So next week we start the regalia and again. Get, getting pretty excited, actually. Getting back to Hawks gear. So pretty much a whole new team this year. I mean, basically, basically we got Bobby Wagner and uh, Russell Wilson on each side of the ball and you know a few other people on the offense and defense. But, boy, there's going to be a lot of new faces to learn. It's actually going to be kind of exciting to watch. A lot, lot of new names. That's what drives me crazy, trying to learn all these names because it seems like every year the names get more exotic. <laughs> so, And uh, I like some of the guys. Their names are so long they have to have this complete arch around their back or whatever to get their name on them so long. Two lines. So, well, you know. Oh, stop and think from the blended families and the oh, okay. you know, the dash things and of course and the ball players they've got these you know two and three last names so I always get that like someday there's going to have to I'm surprised the NFL doesn't have a, a a letter limit to how many letters you can have on your jersey or something they have rules on everything else they do right <laughs> so it's uh, one of the most rule driven things I've ever really experienced if you think about it it's uh, really quite crazy. Hey, folks, uh, Real Retirement, our um, educational class coming up Tuesday, August 13th. You need to get your tickets now. Real Retirement, how to avoid common mistakes in estate and elder planning. Um, I'm going to be talking. Uh, Ted Hansen, Scott's going to be there. So we're going to just give you the, the ins and outs of the basic estate and elder planning Things that are crucial to you to understand regarding the interplay of your finances, taxes, health care, housing options. How do all these things integrate into your estate plan and how do you put it all together such that it works for you, for your family and your stuff? Because that's really what it's all about. You know, and I was listening for the one millionth time, I think, to one of the ads that uh, John Curley does for us. And, you know, John writes most of his own ads. They're, they're, they're his opinions on what he's doing for us. And so we give him kind of free for all the woulda, coulda, shouldas and all that kind of stuff. That's pure and that's jo- John. That's pure John. And that's John. That knows him. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But he said something in there. He said, well, when I sat down with Rick, I told him my situation. And, and that's what's so important. There is no one-size-fits-all estate plan. A living trust is not the best estate plan for everyone. The will-based plan is not the best, pay, best plan for everyone. We need to look at your individual situations. And then once we decide that, and you decide and you develop, say, hey, I like a trust-based plan or I like a will-based plan, then when we go there, now we've got to design that thing. We just know the concept. Now we know the planning technique. Now we have to put in all the parameters. And that's where it gets highly individualized, tailored, if you will, um, because it's just impossible to have a generic estate plan. It's going to be wrong half the time if you rely on something generic. It'll be wrong half the time. It's kind of like a broken clock. It's right well, twice a day. And this is this is that's funny. Uh, this this is the advantage, by the way, of sitting down and talking with an attorney. I mean, a lot of people. Let's face it. There's the internet. You can go out there and you can figure something out. Okay. And we we kind of like it when people do this because it generates work for me oftentimes when they, people do their own estate planning. Oh, oh, Self help is the is yeah, the, I mean, the it's, it's the great you, uh, you, equalizer. And what is the phrase? You get what you pay for. You know, that's definitely one of the circumstances. Sitting down talking with an attorney. Um, you know, every family is different. Everybody's asset and liability mix is different. Everybody has different retirement. Uh, components and, you know, maybe you've got a pension, maybe you've got 401k, maybe you've got both. You know, you've got all these different things that are out there and you need to sit down and talk with an attorney and go through what it is that you want to do and what it is that you want to be the result. Because I I can think of, you know, millions and millions of examples of, Mm -hmm. of, you know, Self-help, estate planning gone bad. Let's let's talk about one of the the, the worst outcomes in self-help estate planning. You download, a, you know, and create a will online, but you never change beneficiary designations on accounts. Your will is almost useless. People don't know this. Yeah, certain things trump your will, like beneficiary designations. Yeah. And so there are there are there are there are rules for 
you know, first in time, first in right, and 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 how this stuff works. But if you've got you know, a beneficiary designation on a bank account X or a brokerage account X and you put together a will and you, through your will, bequest that asset differently than on those beneficiary designations but you never change that beneficiary designation that predated your will, your will, at least under Washington law, is not going to actually control And here's the, here's the situation, folks. You have two, let's just keep it simple. You have two children. Mm-hmm. You name your eldest child, let's say Bob, as your agent, and he's your executor under your will. Yep. Okay. This is common, by the okay, way. Okay, so that's it. And in your will, it says, I have two children. I love them both, share and share alike. They will take equally, equally. from my estate. However, because Bob was my agent, I went down and put his name on my accounts. And I'm laughing because this is and extremely common. I, I don't know why I did that, but the bank helped me do that, mm-hmm. and we just made Bob an owner we made him a joint tenant with right of survivorship, which is a beneficiary designation, which means that when I die, Bob's going to get my money in that account and my other child will get zero. Now, if I'm relying on Bob to sit there and say, well, after dad passes, and uh, I'll go ahead and give half that account to my sister. If you're relying on that, then... You know, we need to talk about the Easter Bunny and Santa one more time. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, we, we need to talk about these things because we need to talk about reality from and fantasy. the tooth fairy. The tooth fairy. The tooth fairy's in there too. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. And um, so, you know, we we want to prevent problems. Hey, folks, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Sometimes big events in your life all of a sudden cause you to wake up and realize you should start planning for the future. I lost my dad a little over a year ago to cancer, and I remember thinking to myself, I should probably have a will or trust. So I called Rick Gregorick. Now, the reason I called Rick Gregorick is because I've been listening to him on Cairo Radio on Sunday mornings, and the guy is an absolute expert. I sat down with him. I explained my situation. He walked me through all the different variables, whether it was a trust or charitable trust, real estate, taxes. It was so complicated. I was so glad I had Rick right there to walk me through the whole process. So be proactive. Take control of your life right now. Go meet with Rick Gregorick and schedule a complimentary consultation at yourpartnerinlaw.com. You can also listen to Rick's show like I do, Your Partner in Law, every Sunday morning at 9 on Cairo and KTTH. Schedule a meeting with my estate planner, Rick Gregorick, at yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. A lot of people with near or over a million dollars in assets will mistakenly pay more in taxes in a long-term care situation than what would have cost them to set up an insurance plan to pay for the care needed. Due to recent changes in the Pension Protection Act, these new asset-based plans guarantee a tax-free benefit for long-term care and pay your state back with interest if you never use it. But most importantly, it's about having a plan. All your kids have to do is carry out your wishes. You're not a burden on them. That's why I love the advice my wife and I got from Brian Ott and 525 Advisors. Brian has an asset-based class Saturday, August 17th in Bellevue. This class is aimed at individuals and couples who have accumulated close to or more than a million dollars in assets and may be considering self-funding long-term care costs in the future? Learn why that is not the best idea. Seating will be limited for this special asset-based class, August 17th in Bellevue. Reserve your spot right now, 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Have you ever wondered what would happen to you or your loved ones or your business if you were incapacitated tomorrow or if you died prematurely? None of us plan on it, but not addressing these issues can be catastrophic to your finances, your family, and your business. Hi, this is attorney Rick Gregory, host of your partner-in-law, right here on Cairo Radio every Sunday morning at 8. Elder or estate planning is necessary for all of us, regardless of our wealth or lack of wealth. So whether your estate is large or small, you simply must have a proper legal life plan in place to protect you, your loved ones, and your business. For your free estate or elder law planning consultation, give us a call today at 425-284-3450. At Gregor & Associates, my staff and I will take the time necessary to understand your needs and recommend the best plan for you and your family. Call us today at 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450 or go to yourpartnerinlaw.com. That's yourpartnerinlaw.com. We return to Your Partner in Law. On Seattle's Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH with your host, Rick Gregorick. 
Usually Ted's uh, singing along when he's here. He, he is. He's a singing Ted. I don't know which one of you is worse. Uh, I am. Okay. Okay. I, I I don't do that as a day job, so I would not be doing very well. <laughs> you, notice, you notice I don't sing. <laughs> I, I notice you don't sing. Hey, folks, uh, come on out to Real Retirement. It's Tuesday the 13th in Bothell, and um, we'd love to meet all you folks. Always have a great time, so get your tickets, uh, Real Retirement. Uh, yourpartnerinlaw.com has got all the information. Get your tickets. Get signed up today. It's a fun event, so uh, come on out, um, and we'll have some fun. Scott did remind me that uh, Thursday coming up here is the Seahawks opening um preseason game and we're playing those guys in the blue and gold or blue doesn't and matter. orange doesn't matter it's football it's football, and it's football. Play, we're playing denver yep so that'll be which is a conflicted situation for me interesting yeah so uh yeah but football it's upon us once again it is it takes over the seattle uh, landscape here quite a bit so um that's pretty cool we're you know along the sports things it looks it looks like we're actually getting a hockey team <laughs> We don't know what the name is yet, from that's what I understand. If anybody heard that's, what the name that's also exciting. I haven't heard that. So hockey is going to be a, I think a pretty cool addition to the Pacific Northwest. It always seemed like something that was missing. Um, too bad our basketball's missing, <laughs> but uh, that's not coming back for a while, if ever. If ever. But uh, it will be kind of cool, I think, to have a um, NHL team here in hockey. I think that's going to generate a lot of, um, a lot of fan base. I think that I think that's um, that'll be. Um, That'd be good. So um, we'll see how it goes. No, it'll be great. I remember when uh, hockey came to Denver. Cause I, you know, was, That's right. Yeah, they, yeah, when hockey came to Denver, it was a big deal. But it's 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 great. I think it's going to be great for here. I think the, the sports fans are going to like it. The local businesses are going to love it. Traffic's going to be a little difficult, but that's, that's well, that, another issue. That's so. another issue. But Well, you know, I look at you know so many Canadians here, and, of course, uh, hockey, from what I understand, is pretty big in Canada. <laughs> and, uh, they do so like their hockey. They do like their hockey. And, uh, you know, it was really fun, but a, a, a good buddy of mine when I was a youngster growing up in uh, high school, his dad was a professional hockey player back in the back when I was a grade schooler, you know, and he had already retired uh, from playing. And uh, he was a big fella. He was one of the dads we never gave any back lip to. He was a very big man, <laughs> and a hockey player. He was, he was probably about six foot two in every direction. <laughs> he was a very, very big guy. He did uh, high steel construction work, so it was kind of interesting. But um, that was my first uh, experience with anything hockey. So, uh, anyhow, um, you know, estate planning, folks, and elder planning is just really a component of things you ought to be doing. You know, you ought to be looking at your finances in a proper manner. Make sure that you're all properly diversified in the right types of investments. Uh, making sure that you've named all the right people in the right positions for your planning. And then what if that person that you picked isn't available for some reason? Who's next? What's your backup plan? You know, we always have to have plan A. But as so many of us know, we're going to need plan B and maybe even plan C. Life is a fickle thing, and, and things happen. And keep in mind that when you become disabled, you become incapacitated, you can't come up with that plan A, B, and C on your own. No, that's got to be in place already. Right. That's it, not a plan that you can all of a sudden handle once the bad event occurs. It's kind of like trying to put insurance on your house when it's on fire. Yeah, the guy's sitting out front of the house with a uh, lit match and a can of gas, and you call your insurance agent up and say, you know, I think this is a good time for that fire insurance policy. <laughs> so <laughs> A little late. But, but, yeah, you've got to get your planning done. Uh, and, again, what we talk about, plan early, plan off, and meet with an attorney, meet with a qualified attorney. That's another piece of information that you know, we definitely Yeah, I mean, you know, what, how many estate plans has an attorney put together, and, you know, what's their success rate, and and I think, you know, most are going to tell you pretty honestly about what their credentials are and what their experience is. I mean, we're duty-bound to tell you that. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I probably lost track of how many I've done. It's in the thousands. Um, but um, So that's a lot. And, um, and it's really interesting. As an estate planner over all these years, well, certainly hardly a case goes by, Scott, where we don't learn things. Because people out there, you folks out there, are creative <laughs> and come up with all kinds of scenarios and different things that you have um, contrived. And 
uh, put into place. Some are very, very creative and, you know, that, but they create challenges when we're looking at planning. And so we want to accommodate all of those individualities that you have in your planning to the extent that they can be done. So if you're out there and you're, you know, you've been thinking about what you want your plan to be like, you've been talking about it with your spouse, you've been talking about it with your children, but you haven't done it yet, or you've got a really old plan that is just out of date, that's another problem for people, you know, get started. We've got a great event coming up. We're going to be August 13th. August 13th. Real retirement. We're going to be talking about estate planning and elder law. It's going to be a great event. It really is. We always have fun at these events. Now, this is a smaller event. This is not uh, Retirement Roundtable, which, uh, hint, hint, Retirement Roundtable, fourth year in a row. It's coming up October 5th. Tickets will be on sale probably within about a week. So that when our big event's coming up, you know, that's several hundred of you out there. So Real Retirement is a more intimate, smaller um, event. Not as long of a time commitment. And just a couple hours, Tuesday night. And um, you're going to get all the basics and fundamentals. And um, you'll be well on your road to being able to begin your estate planning process because it is a process. It is not an event. And so we want to make sure so, that we get that and get you started so, so, on the right foot. So where is it and how do I get my tickets? It's in Bothell. It's at the Country Inn and Suites by Radisson. You get your tickets at yourpartnerinlaw.com. Click on events. It's that simple. And, boy, our hour is just racing to an end once again. we got our 60-second mark here. we got to get out. So, again, real retirement, how to avoid Common Mistakes in Estate and Elder Planning, yourpartnerinlaw.com. Get your tickets. Come on out. We'll maybe have some lemonade or something when you get there. And uh, we're going to have a really good time. And uh, it is Seafair Weekend. Go out and enjoy it. Uh, Drink responsibly if you are drinking and stay from behind the wheel of your car or your boat um, if you are imbibing. Um, Watch the other people act crazy and you can laugh at them. (laughs) That's always one of the fun things about being the designated driver is you get to see what fools other people might become. So until then, be safe and sane. Your partner-in-law will be back next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Your Partner-in-Law with Rick Gregorick. Event info, newsletters, and Your Partner-in-Law podcast can all be found at yourpartnerinlaw.com. To schedule an appointment with Rick Gregorick, call 425-284-3450. That's 425-284-3450. For more information on the show or to sign up for a free partner-in-law event, visit yourpartnerinlaw.com. Tune in next Sunday morning at 9 to Your Partner-in-Law with your host, Rick Gregorick. Simulcast on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM and AM 770 KTTH.